Hey guys, 91.5 KNSU Tibbet. We are here with the one and only Billy Cobb. How are you doing today, Billy? I'm doing just fine and dandy. How are you? You know, doing 100%. Uh, really excited, actually, because I've been a fan since like 2019. Uh, so I first found out about you from YouTube. Like there's this video about this band called Panic Land and how I think that's what they're called. They have the, have you heard of them? Yeah, yeah, I've, I have. They like trolled the whole internet into thinking they were Green Day for like a year or something crazy like that. Yeah, I actually did believe it at one point as well. So uh, in that video where they like came clean and said, hey, that's it was us the whole time. This is the proof. Uh, there was a link saying, hey, there's this guy. He does something similar. He does he did this Weezer inspired thing and put a link to Zerwi in there. And so uh, that is what I did. I clicked the link and been a fan ever since yeah um i i do remember them mentioning me although it's been a while since i've heard from them so um yeah <laughs> it was there's a link to in the comments i don't know if it was in the description or but anyway uh so what inspired you i know you get a lot of stuff about zerwi and that's probably like what really helped you take off a little bit so what inspired that like what inspired your need to make zerwi so at the time I made the album or EP, I was, I was well. The the Zerwi EP, basically, for those who don't know, is is just an, an EP that was supposed to sound like Weezer, um, if you couldn't tell by the name. And um, basically, at the time in 2019, uh, I was a huge fan of Weezer's 2016 album, The White Album, but I just didn't like anything that they made since and I just really wanted something that sounded like that again so I decided why not just do it myself <laughs> so I I put together the EP and released it and it did pretty well you know I'm I'm a pretty big Linkin Park fan I've been wanting to you know make my own in their style but I feel like you know it would be kind of dishonoring Chester's legacy to do that I mean, I mean, it's a really touchy subject with that whole thing, but I was, I'm really like their music a lot. And I think that they really did something for me. Whenever I was younger, you know, I really connected with that angsty teen in me, you know, how that goes. Yeah, I grew, I grew up with Linkin Park as well. They were a big part of growing up for me as well. I, I really liked them. So would you say most people discover you through Zerwi originally? I'd say probably the majority, but I also have a lot of like, uh, popular meme videos on YouTube uh, that that Carl a lot Weezer. of people find me. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people find me through those. Like the the Carl Weezer impressions uh, get a lot of views, and some people find me through those, and then they find out that I actually make real music, and they're kind of taken aback by it. I was surprised whenever I saw you do that Carl Weezer impression. I'm like, there, there's no way this is Billy Cobb doing this. Yeah, That's that started funny. that started as an April Fool's joke, the first one. And then because it was a Weezer song, so it was like Weezer, Weezer. Um, <laughs> but but then it, I did another one and then another one. And then they just kind of, you know, started taking off because, you know, they're simple and they're stupid and they're fun to make and they get a lot of views. So it's easy and it's it's useful. I, I really like the Montero one where is Carl Weezer singing Montero. Yeah, uh, Lil Nas X picked up on that one. <laughs> he like posted on his story and stuff. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> that sounds like something he'd do. Yeah. Uh, but do you like being known primarily as a Zerwi guy? Or are you hoping people like branch out and you know and kind of see your other music? That's what I'd hope. Uh, yeah, I do. I do hope that other people see that because like the thing with being like I I don't have anything really against Zerwi. I think it's a really fun EP. 
And like, if people want to like me for that, that's totally fine. Cause I, you know, I like me for that too. But, um, I mean, I just want people to understand that I, I, that, that is just a mockery of another artist. And I have tons of different other projects and tons of different other styles, um, that I wish people also knew I was capable of. Cause some people say like, Oh, like he does, he's not, he doesn't have any talent. He's just copying another artist. Well, you know, that was just one stupid project I made. Like judge if you're going to judge me for that judge me on the other on the other projects i made which is fine you know you can call those trash but you know uh if you want to call Zerwe trash like that's also fine but like just understand i'm that's not the only thing i'm capable of i mean your styles range a lot like from the what is it eat trash be free was that the ep's yeah. name yeah that was um that was an interesting little uh side journey i took that was kind of like a like it was like more like a meme than an actual project, I'd say. Um, it was just like some stupid industrial screamo rap that I did, um, and I really it, liked it actually. The first cup there was how many songs in it? I remember really four. actually liking the first one. Yeah, see, like I don't know. Some people like some people take it seriously. Some people don't. I don't even know where I put it at this point. Like I thought it was just stupid and fun to make, but like some people actually really like it. It's very panned, and some people like hate it and think it's like super cringy and embarrassing so like when when you have such a panned reaction from something like that you kind of want to bury it but then there's also people that really think it's cool and unique so you, you know i don't really know what to do with it <laughs> well uh my favorite personal project years is graduating life uh i really like uh what is it girls are hot and i'm afraid of them that's that that's one of my favorite songs i've made so good yeah, I, I like that one. It sounds like there's a lot of passion behind that. I, I really, really like that song. The whole EP is fantastic, honestly. Uh, yeah. which which project that you've done are you the most proud of? Um, I I keep coming back to Halloween Four. I make a Halloween project every year, and and the fourth one I made is like very like, uh, instrumental and epic and. It's all over the place, and I, I don't know. I'm just really proud of the, the concept and compositioning on that one. And um, so that one's definitely one, um, probably my number one still. Um, but then also I really like um, the, my self-titled Slash Bear album that I made in the beginning of 2021. I like that one. Uh, that, one's, that one's a personal favorite of mine. That one's just simple, catchy, and unique. And um, I also like Strokes of Incarceration, which is, which was a, a college, something I made in the middle of college when I was like at my low point in college and just hating it. And uh, I just put that all on a record and that one turned out pretty well, I think as well. So those are like my big three. Uh, I know you've done some collaborations in the past. Are there any that have stood out to you that you've deemed better than the rest or like, not? I wouldn't say better, but you've had more fun creating. Um. It's that's hard to say. It's hard for me to remember a lot of that stuff because, um, well, I do remember some. Um, I've done I've done a f one every year with an artist called Virtual Bird, and um, she's really cool and 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 makes uh, great uh, music. And I think our styles really work well together. So those are always fun. But I also I don't. There was there was one band. Um, that I did something with that we did something together and I don't think it ever came out and it sucks cause I can't remember the name of the band right now, but like that, that, that one obscure one that I don't remember ever coming out was really fun. 
Uh, I remember it sounding really good, but I don't know. It just really depends on if I like the song or not, um, uh, like how much I like the song. Do you have uh, trouble placing uh, the order and track list for EPs and albums? I wouldn't say I have trouble, but I'm very meticulous about it. Like I, I, I think that every album has. I think that albums, um, like their their track listing and everything, is very important as far as like flow and and uh, concept goes. And so I'm very careful about where I place certain tracks and the order I place them in because it's like, oh, this track flows really nicely into this one or like this feels like this would be like the second track on the album and this feels like it would be the last one or the second to last one or this like or like this has to be an opener. Sometimes I make a track just for the sake of it being an opener. Like I, I, I am very careful about that. I think like a lot of opening tracks have to be very grand in scope. Which is another reason, like I pointed out, I feel like graduating life it kicks off with the bang. You know that song is, yeah. This... It's it's interesting you say that. I totally agree. Um, and a lot of times I do go for that, and like I'm that's a lot inspired by like albums like, or like songs like Five Years by David Bowie and stuff like that, where like it's just like a huge opening to an album which just sets it up so well. And like with a with a with in the instance of girls are hot i'm afraid of them as well as like a couple others that i remember happening i can't think of any of what they are at the top of my head but like a lot of the time those are the first songs that i make for the album and then i feel like that's like my peak of the album and i just and then i just can't write a better song than that and then that's kind of like a problem i fall into where i'm like man none of these other songs are as good as this opener so like i i, I get like kind of upset that i can't match that power but um but then later on, I might listen to them and be like, actually, no, that is pretty good. But yeah, the opener is always a great, great uh, start to the album. I really like how uh, My Name is Jonas, great start out to Blue Album. I feel like that's one of the, one of, this might be a stretch, but I think that's definitely up there with the, the greatest album openers. That and um, the opener yeah. to Hot Fuss, uh, Jenny was a friend of mine. I'll put those two up there. Yeah, my name is my name is Jonas is one of my like top three Weezer songs, so it's it's definitely uh, definitely a huge opener. Probably my favorite Weezer opener. Actually, no, California Kids, but that one comes close. <laughs> oh, that's a really good one. I yeah. was listening to White earlier, White album. That one's my favorite personally. Oh no, it's it's got no bad songs on it. Uh, so uh, whenever you have a whenever you're creating an album like uh how does the creative process usually go and does it differ from project to project it 100 percent differs from project to project sometimes um i will have a concept in my mind and i'll try to flesh out the concept and write songs based on that sometimes i just have a simple tune in my head and then i I kind of record it and then make an entire i like the sound enough to where i'll base an album around that sound uh, sometimes I have just the name of an album in my head and like maybe the cover art I'll make for it. And then I just make songs based on that stuff. Um, it really just, it, it, it just varies all the time. You never know when the creativity is going to strike and in what way. I've heard that Metallica will do something similar with like song titles. They'll, they'll get like a, I think it's Metallica. They'll get a, a, a notebook and just write down song titles and the ones that they like the most so it'll stand out to them and they'll write a song based off the title yeah i I, th I i hear a lot of artists do that i guess it's just a natural thing part of the process so your most recent album 
uh, Karma versus the Invisible Man that was released in January. Am I correct? Yep. So what? How did you approach that album? That one, um, I I spent like two those songs. Some of those songs I've been working on for as long as two years. They were just kind of um, a bunch of voice memos that I had in my phone, like a bunch of just recorded ideas and demos. And then I just kind of, I wanted to have like a very live sound to it. And uh, I just kind of went in and tried to have a consistent sound and recorded all those songs um, together. Cause, um, cause I don't know. I just, I just thought it would, uh, I thought it would was be a nice project. And I think I had some good ideas in there. And then that just kind of all just came together on its own. And, um, and I, and I wanted to kind of do something similar to the Bear album, which I did a year prior, which was just kind of, um, I had this like just specific sound in mind and just kept writing songs and recording them in that specific style and approach. And that's kind of what I did the same thing uh, with, with Karma. And um, I think it turned out pretty good. So uh, my next question is, what kind of gear do you use? Uh, I know you use Logic Pro, if I'm not mistaken. I think I saw you say that somewhere. Yeah, I do use Logic. Um, I use, um, it really varies because I'm still learning and, and teaching myself all kinds of production uh, tricks and, and trying to find my own style. And every time I switch up my style, I always use a different approach. But like, um, I just use like, uh, like a, right, right now I'm only using this like tiny little Tascam um, uh, uh, inter interface just with two inputs on it because my other one is like broken or something, but like, it's just like this tiny task can with two inputs. And then I use like, um, it's called an SE five, uh, an SE five small diaphragm condenser mic, which gets most of the job done for the instruments. And, um, for, for guitar sounds, I just use like the basic, uh, orange. I have an orange crush amp and I use most of the basic, well, it's stock sounds for that. And um, it's it's all pretty basic, really. And then I just kind of mix everything in Logic. I don't really use a whole lot of advanced equipment. And um, you don't use a whole lot of plugins. N no, I I mean I just use like basic compression and and EQ and uh, and like yeah yeah I don't know I, I I do think I could improve still. And there, but like I said, like I'm always finding new things to do. Like I used to like for the Zerwi album or EP, whatever I, um, I did a direct out of a Marshall amp into like some effects box to get like that crunchy guitar sound. And that's, um, a sound that's definitely unique, but it's not one that I've grown to really like over the years. So I always change it up and I, you know, been miking amps instead instead of plugging it directly in. Um, but I've done a plethora of different techniques and stuff. See, I live in an apartment complex, so I got to use either dig, uh, either plug-in for like, you know, Logic has the stock plugins so that are, yeah. they sound all right for guitar and bass. Yeah, you, you can make them sound good. I'm trying to find like another uh, plug-in to use for that. Yeah, that, I, I was definitely there at one point because I thought plugins were like the answer to getting easy guitar tones to sound like really good. And people were like posting their mixes with them. I'm like, wow, that sounds really good. And then you go and do it yourself and, it, and you're just like, why doesn't it sound as good? And then you just got to keep shuffling through all the different plugins and sounds to try to find the right, find the right one. Yeah, so uh, 
do you master your songs as well or do you have someone else help you master i don't master at all actually um i just what? kind of yeah i just export them the way they are um however i do have um my records are starting to get out on physicals and um needle juice records does that and they master the albums that they put out uh before they release them so then so then they get like re-released on their band camp with official masters uh but besides that everything that i i release is basically just straight bounces and uh not mastered and 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 that i uh mastering is just a skill i never really learned um but you know i'm it, i'm sure my records could probably uh benefit from it but I just most of it's just just straight up bounce. I really like your mixes, like honestly, and I'm, that's surprising you don't master. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just try to make it sound as good as possible before I export it, and um, and that's kind of really all there is to it. So you're a pretty big into memes, as we discussed earlier. Do you consider yourself a meme lord of any sorts? <laughs> I I guess so. Yeah, I'd say I'm. Pretty well versed in meme language, memeology. Um, yeah, I I do make a lot. I do dabble in making a, a few memes every now and then. So with that Carl Weezer impression, you know, we were talking about earlier. Have you always been able to do that, or is that something you had to like work on? That is actually something. In a way, I had to work on. Like I've always like done stupid impressions and stuff growing up. Cause like I feel like most singers or people that like can use their voice in a creative way like like if you can sing you could probably do good impressions and vice versa um it's it's a weird thing and like i don't know i i remember like hearing a somebody do from like a while ago i heard somebody do a of like a carl weezer cover of the song let it go from frozen and i thought it was the funniest thing in the world because it was just like so dead on accurate and then i I don't know. I was just playing with my friends on Xbox one night, and I started doing the stupid Carl Weezer impression, just because you know we're just talking on Xbox, being stupid, and it sounded pretty good. So then I went with it. Uh, so that sounds awfully correct. I was at karaoke the other night, and my friend, a friend, introduced me to his friend, and he was doing all sorts of impressions. He got up there on the mic to sing, blew everyone away. Did Heroes by David Bowie killed it man you have no idea like this man blew me away i'm like oh he's just gonna joke around but he was and towards the end he was just messing around and singing it like jack black as he knew he had already sold everyone and destroyed everyone else that hey, jack, night. jack black is actually a very underrated vocalist oh. he's he's in, he's talented he's Today's really talented yeah people only know them for like the pick of destiny for the most part but i say that but that movie is really kind of like a cult classic but i really like that first album yeah they're like Jack Black is like a legitimate like people think he's like oh you know he's being goofy and he's just doing like a comedy voice but like his his vocals are actually really really good he's a great oh, he's a great mm -hmm. rock singer I I I one hundred percent agree like it's insane I have I had the opportunity to see uh them in New Orleans this was a couple of years ago I think this was on the not the last tour maybe the tour before that uh but I didn't go I think I had work and they wouldn't let me schedule off and I was very disappointed for that that stinks. Uh, so as we've discussed, you know, with the temple, uh, did you enjoy your time there? Was it kind of a rough period in your life? If you don't it mind was, me asking, it was a mixed, uh, mixed reception. Um, I had a lot of trouble with like the bureaucracy there and, and just like 
it's just the actual school itself. I mean, the campus was pretty nice, um, but like, and I and I had I had a couple friends and stuff, and so I had some highlights and some good moments. Um, but then, uh, you know, the work just was a lot, and I was commuting there instead of living there, like most people. So I was, you know, constantly just going to school, doing my work for like twelve, twelve up to twelve hours a day, and then just going home, and then just like doing more work so it was just uh it was like all work no play and um and and that just kind of started becoming overwhelming and so that so that's kind of where the album like i was talking about earlier the album strokes of incarceration came from and then i actually switched majors uh like five semesters in and uh that was probably my best decision because my second major was a lot better and um was it music related well, the first one, yeah, well, they both were. So the first one was music technology, which was like recording and stuff. Uh, well, that's at least what I wanted to do. And we did do some recording classes and stuff. But like for the most part, it was like it was a mix of like actual music classes, like music theory and composing and piano and stuff. Piano was hell. But um, but like uh, it. Like, not that I don't like that stuff. Like, I, I like music theory, and I've taken many music theory courses and stuff, but, like, I didn't go to college to learn these courses. And it's, like, obviously you're going to be doing courses in any major that you don't want to do. Like, I also had to do some science and math courses that I didn't want to do. Um, but, like, these things that were for my major, like, all of this stuff, I just, I it was t it was really, really difficult, and it just didn't, apply at all to what I was trying to do. So I switched over to, um, to, uh, a diff, one of the, the other schools was school of media, not school of music. And then I did media studies and production and you can do like all different kinds of fields in that major. And the one that I kind of leaned toward was audio. So basically I did so much more of the stuff that I set out to do in the, in the first place, uh, going to college and that major instead. So that kind of improved my quality of life a lot, but I only, I only spent like, uh, I don't know, maybe two, I think two or three semesters there in that major before the lockdown happened. So I never went back after that. So I spent like, all, like a year and a half, maybe completely online. Um, but besides that, you know, <laughs> it was it was quite the experience. Uh, I am still enrolled at Nichols State. Uh, that is located in Thibodeau, Louisiana. I don't. You probably never even heard of us. Never heard of it. Never heard of it. You probably have like seven thousand students. Yeah, and uh, that's that, that's not a lot for for where I went. Isn't Temple like forty thousand or something crazy? It's like that? yeah. It's it's insane. It's uh, one of the biggest schools in Philadelphia. That's what I've been told. I heard it's one of the biggest public uh, research uh, universities. Is that what it's called? Or public grant res uh, research universities in the nation? I, I have no idea, honestly. Uh, so, as you mentioned before, uh, you really like Weezer, of course. Have you, have you ever like met any of the guys or got in contact with any of them? I haven't met any of them, but I've talked to Pat, their drummer. Yeah. Um. So we exchanged some conversations, and um, I know that the bassist has heard Zerwi, and I think he liked it, and I've heard Rivers talk about me, like, once or twice. Um, someone asked him, and, like, he has, like, this, like, chat that he does with his fans, um, and he someone asked him about what he thought of me, and he said, 
quote, I think he's a lucky guy, whatever that means. But, um, you know, at least he knows, he knows of my existence or whatever. And, um, and, uh, yeah, one time, um, one time I, I, I made a comment in the chat and he replied to it. So if you want to consider that engagement, then sure, but not really. <laughs> That's it's okay. I've never had anyone respond to me on like on anyone of like noteworthy. Actually, that's not true. I think Ten Second Songs guy from YouTube responded to my comment at one point. That's yeah. that's the that's the height of my uh. Yeah, I've I've been there to where like this big creator that I look up to like says something back to me many times, and I just lost my mind. So are you aware? You're probably aware of Seasons, the thing they're doing, Weezer's doing, where they're releasing forty yeah. P's this year. Yeah, they just made us. They just released a song this morning. What? Um, I didn't know that. Yeah, they did for spring, and then the album's good? coming out. Um, it was okay. Uh, not not entirely my cup of tea, but I didn't hate it, so that's a good sign at least. Are um, you excited for the project? I'm excited, especially for the summers, uh, the summer one, because the summer one allegedly is supposed to sound like the blue album. Um. They 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 said that they want to do like crunchy beach rock, which sounds just like blue and white. So hopefully it's uh, hopefully they do it justice. <laughs> I've heard that. Didn't they say fall was going to be like Sam Elliott inspired and just like gloomy? That they said uh, winter was going to be that, and then they said winter. fall is going to be like um, is going to be like uh, Franz Ferdinand and like the uh, the Strokes kind of sounding, which I have no idea what that would sound like from Weezer, but I guess we'll find out. Do, do you like the strokes oh i love the strokes yeah um did, i'm a big did you, fan did you like the new abnormal at all yeah i, I loved it I, it's actually my second favorite album of theirs behind oh, um is this behind it? is this it yeah oh fantastic good at least we can uh, we, we're on the same page yeah oh uh, that that pretty much wraps it up uh, well is there anything else you'd like to add um I, I man, every time someone asks me that question, I have no idea what to say. And then, like afterwards, I'll think, "Oh man, I should have said that." But um, actually, one last thing. So sorry. All right, go for uh, it. <laughs> do you have? Do you use real drums or like uh, an e kit? It's it's. I use both actually. Um, what? Yeah. Well, it depends on the project. Like for example, like on that song we were talking about, "Girls Are Hot" and we're and I'm afraid of them. That's real drums. Um, usually when I record act live drums, I'll either record, I'll either record them individually, which is kind of weird if I'm going for like a more tight sound because like I'm not the best drummer, um, or I will mic the room and just, uh, and just like have like two room mics and then get like a spacey sound with it and just play that way. Um, and then if I'm using like an E drum set, I'll, if I'm going for a live drum sound, I'll either use some of the stock logic plugins and do, uh, do some or samples and I'll do some things with that to make it sound better. And, or I'll just use like an electronic, an actual electronic drum set. Um, cause like, I don't necessarily like the sound of synthetic drums cause I like the feel of live drums, but you know, like sometimes, um, it's just easier and, and, uh, it sounds better and, and, um, and I'm not that I'm not the best drum player, so oh, uh, sometimes either. that's that's yes. Yeah, so sometimes that's the the go-to option, but it does it does end up sounding pretty good sometimes. And then like other times when I'm like, I don't want I want samples, but I want to do samples, but I don't want it to sound like real drums because it won't sound real. I'll uh I'll go with like some synthetic drums, like I did with the Bear album, which is just like all 
mostly except like the first song it's mostly just like electronic drum sounds um but yeah it's like mostly through logic uh and have you heard of easy drummer or superior drummer you can uh yeah i've yeah i've heard of them i don't use them um but like logic kind of has its own kind of version of that where like uh it, you can import like different drummers and styles and they'll do automatic drum tracks for you check out easy drummer you can connect it to an e-kit and it'll and it'll uh, use their sounds and it, it just sounds really mix ready yeah all right i'll check it out okay well that covers just about everything all right well that's sounds good uh, this was a Pretty good interview. I, I think I said some good things. <laughs> oh, 100%. Uh, well, you take care, man. All right, you too, man.